Borough's horrible home record continues as they hand Plymouth only their second away win of the season in what undoubtedly was the darkest day under Michael Carrick. He's in and he's snuck it across to Hayden What is up guys, welcome back to another episode of Project Borough and I'm going to be absolutely brutally honest with you guys. This was by far the worst performance under Michael Carrick. It was a absolute disgraceful performance. I mean I can't even begin to list the superlatives that are even strong enough to describe how bad this was. It was lifeless, it was insipid, lacking of any creativity or incisiveness. It was an absolute disaster. It was a joke of a performance and every single person associated with that today should hang their heads in shame because it was unacceptable and it's simply not good enough. Borough lose once again at home, continue to look absolutely blunt as anything going forward, lacking, as I say, any creativity, any tempo, any intent. We look at home lost. We look lost. We look like we're completely clueless without any idea whatsoever. And the worrying thing is it's not improving. It's getting worse. It feels like this team is going down a rabbit hole right now. And they just do not know what to do. They don't know how to get out of it. Michael Carrick at this point is throwing shit at the wall and hoping something sticks with this Borough side right now. And the results, the performances, the individual performances, just how dull the football is, how boring it is, how lifeless it is. It's sucking the life out of the fan base right now. And that as well as everything that's going on off the pitch with the... The season card prices increasing. It's all just reading into a narrative at the moment, which at Middlesbrough Football Club is really, really bad. It is, it's as bad and as toxic as it's been under Michael Carrick, and I dare say it's as bad and as toxic as it's been for a very, very long time. I mean, we had fans leaving before the first half. The stadium was empty with 15, 20 minutes to go. Fans have simply had enough, and in a period where... Fans are expected to fork out money, as I alluded to in my season ticket video. Yeah, the, the extension's been extended, which is great for fans who have the money and want to renew. But this is a period where fans are making that crucial decision whether they want to stick by the club and support this team next season. And if this is meant to be an advert to keep people invested, to keep coming back, buying in to what will undoubtedly be the most expensive season ticket in the championship next season, this could not be a worse advert for it. I cannot explain to you how much of an utter disgrace this was. It was embarrassing, unacceptable, and simply something has to change. You know, I said after the Leicester win, I didn't see the game, but... It would have been utterly meaningless had Borough not built on from that. And I still didn't think we'd make playoffs. I, I haven't thought that for weeks. But I thought, you know what? To build a, a feel-good factor back around the place, get smiles back on people's uh, back on people's faces, 
build on the Leicester win at home. Take what worked from that game, build on it, use it as a springboard. And Borough reverted right back to type, which we saw at home to Bristol City, which we saw at home to Rotherham, which we've seen in many home games gone by of late, where we are absolutely terrible. And it's the same old story, and I don't want to... I don't want to sound like a broken record. You guys are probably sick of hearing me talking about the same old narrative when Borough play, but it's always exactly the same story. We are so easy to defend against, so easy to attack against, concede really, really bad goals through some terrible individual errors. And as I keep saying, could have been there till the end of time and we still would not have put the ball in the back of the net. But this was a new law today. This was a new law because in other games, we could say that Borough, first half versus Rotherham, disgraceful. First half against Bristol City, absolutely shocking. This was as bad, if not worse, than all of them. But what you could say, if you want to pluck the most microscopic positive out of them terrible games, Borough at least... Got back into it second half. Looked like they were in the game. Looked like they had some fight. Looked like they'd picked up the pace. Had a rocket up their ass Against Bristol City, we got a goal back towards the end. Rotherham, we equalised. There was nothing in the second half here. It was absolutely lifeless. We were doing the same thing over and over again. The personnel would change. We had players moving all over the pitch. It was directionless. We, we looked like we literally had run out of ideas and we just didn't know what to do. We, we just didn't have a clue what we were going to do. And it was more of the same second half. It was just as bad as the first half. And in truth, Plymouth could have had four or five. They were really, really good defensively. Broke really well, transitioned really well. Glover had to make a good few saves. And it saved this from being one of the most embarrassing days in recent memory, if I'm brutally honest. The first half, the second half, just as bad as each other. There's not a single individual who I can even point out in this, normally I talk about the full Borough 11, sometimes go through them section by section, one at a time. I'm not even going to do that. Every single one of them was an absolute embarrassment today. None of them were anywhere near the standard required. And Michael Carrick come out for the game, took the defeat on his shoulders. He come out and said it was his fault, and a lot of it is his fault. And I will talk about Michael Carrick in a bit. But the players are far from blameless. They were absolutely... Yeah, I keep saying the word disgrace. I can't think of another superlative right now. Shocking, embarrassing, not good enough at all. And I, I just don't know why, what has happened. I, I just can't fathom what has happened. Last season at home, we were one of the best sides at the Riverside. The home record was outstanding. Teams would fear coming here because we'd pile goals past them. We were battering sides. One week it was four goals, then it was three, then it was five. I've never known a U-turn like it at all. We could not look more bereft of ideas and more weak with a really soft underbelly at home. It is, it, it's embarrassing the turnaround and, and how bad we've became at home. But in possession, we are so slow and monotonous and lethargic. We horseshoe it from side to side. No tempo, no incisiveness, no intensity. It's just pass, 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 pass. And I said this last week, I've never seen a side with so much possession who lack such little punch at the end of it you know we just pass the ball around with no creativity whatsoever and you know at least before you could argue that we were creating chances but we were very very guilty 
of not putting them away. We still are one of the biggest chance creators and big chance misses in the championship. So you could at least pull out a positive that we created. But this was, I think, the first game I can remember where we did not have a single shot on target. That's how bad this was. We didn't have a single shot on target. It was horrid, horrible, terrible. And this is a new low for me. This is as low as it's gotten. And it couldn't happen at a worse time on the pitch. It couldn't happen at a worse time off the pitch. And serious questions need to start being asked for me. You know, this is past the point of being unlucky. This is past the point of saying, oh, the opposition, they only had two chances and they happened to score them. Whereas we knocked on the door all game and just didn't quite fall for us. That's gone. That's bollocks. In this scenario, especially, this is simply not good enough. <sighs> yeah, <clears throat> I, I just don't have the words to, to describe what has happened to this Borough side. And the worst thing is we seem to be getting further and further away from a solution than we do any nearer. We're getting worse at home than where we were. We're getting further and further away from the Borough side we saw at home last season who... We're banging in goals for fun. And you can accept that we lost Archer, Ak, Pominat, however many goals, however many assists. But the principles and the style of play that we've had under Carrick, even though we've not had the, the same number of goals on the side this season, the football and style of play has still been the same. It's still been enjoyable to watch. It's still been creative. It's still got you off the edge of your seat. There weren't many games earlier in the season where you could say you were bored watching Borough. But that's where it's got to at this point. This is a side who aren't even creating anymore. They're not even fun to watch anymore. They look completely lost out there. Look like 11 individuals who've never played together before. And it's the first time I've looked at Borough and I've questioned the style. I've questioned the philosophy. I've questioned what on earth Michael Carrick is trying to do with this Borough side. Because at least before you could see what we were doing. You can see what we're trying to do. I was watching this today and I was looking at it and I could not fathom what we were trying to do. We looked clueless. Absolutely clueless out there. And the substitutions just didn't make any sense either. They looked like, as I say, throwing shit at a wall, seeing what sticks, hoping something sticks. We never looked like scoring. And it's put us in a precarious position now where when you take a step back and you look at Borough and you look at where we've been since the start of the year, and you look at where we would have been without that run earlier in the season, that's masking heavily how bad of a season this has really, really been. And you could argue, had we not had such a good season last year, had Carrick maybe not had the credit in the bank that he has, if this was another club, if this was another manager, if this was another owner, things could have gone very bad. Very quickly, and he might not even have—he might not even have been here still. That's how bad things have got, and I think there are serious questions that need to be asked now. At this point, looking at the goals, and I'm going to look at them ever so briefly because they were awful from a Borough point of view. I don't know if you'll see it in the highlight, but the first goal was on the seventh minute from Sorinola. I think it was—I don't know if it was Barlas or O'Brien who lost the ball in midfield. Either way, the midfield, as it was last time at home against Bristol City, them two both terrible in the midfield. Losing the ball, Plymouth go down the left-hand side, shot from the left, and a terribly weak save from Tom Glover. Terribly weak. The shot doesn't have much power behind it, and he parries it straight into danger and allows Sorinola to have a tap-in at the far post. A very weak poor goal to concede once again, 
and then Wes Hardy, oh sorry, Ryan Hardy, made it 2-0 just after the half-hour mark. McGree this time losing it in the midfield. All it takes is one pass straight through the middle of Borough's midfield. Hardy's 1v1 with Rav. Note the tracking back here from O'Brien, Barlas and McNair. It's a disgrace. The jogging back is a worrying sign for me. You know, even if it doesn't make a difference and he still puts it in the far corner, which he still might have done, the lack of effort to get back and help out Rav, who is 1v1, is terrible to see. It really is. That's a bad sign for me. Anyway, Hardy bends it in the far corner, 2-0. There was other opportunities that probably won't appear in the highlights where Plymouth broke on us really quick. Glover had to force us... It was forced into a couple of saves, which is, could have been a lot more uglier. They had one at the very end of the game where he played through and Borough were pushing forward where they could have had a third. The only highlight that Borough had, and this just sums the whole thing up, was Sammy Silvera being played in. And he hits the shot so badly, it goes out for a throw-in. That sums it up, and that's all I've got to say about the highlights, because from a Borough point of view, there absolutely weren't any. I mentioned how bad the performance is, as I say, just look at the ratings on Footmob. I'm not going into them individually, because there was not a single player out there today who can hold their heads up high. They were all absolutely abysmal, and the changes, again, I, I, I didn't see what was behind them. You know, Glover had a terrible game, De Jong has got to be back in for me. At this point, I think Glover's past the point of, of being defended now. I think it's time we put Dieng back in goal. I cannot fathom why Luke Thomas started over Lucas Engel. I, Luke Thomas, is, he offers us absolutely nothing going forward and backwards. And when one of your few attacking outlets in Lucas Engel is right there on the bench, why he's being dropped, I have no idea. But that took out our left-hand side. Took out a lot of width as well. We were so narrow. We had no width about us at all, which was one of our strengths last season. No idea what character did there. I could continue running through the team. The midfield was absolutely terrible. Up front, as always this season. Nothing up there whatsoever. And this this, this sums it up. Just look at these stats. 69% possession. We just about mustered 0.5 xG. 11 shots. Not one on target. Plymouth only had a third of the possession we did, yet they had 22 shots, 11 on target, which just shows how easy we were to attack. And I mention this again, this is a side who've won once up until this point away from home all season, this being their second win. It's another sorry state of affairs for Borough where we have gone down to a side at home who we should be at least getting a draw against. We should definitely be beating. And these are a few things I saw online afterwards. This was interesting. Now, although one of the scores isn't quite right, this just sums things up at the Riverside. Millwall, we lost 1-0. They're just above the relegation zone. Huddersfield, just above the relegation zone, drew one all to them. In fact, let me get the table up. These are the, some of the sides who we've played at home this season who we've failed to beat. So, Millwall, 20th, we lost to them at home. Huddersfield, we drew one each, having been behind. They're 19th. We lost 2-0 at home to QPR. They're 21st. We lost 2-0 at home to Stoke. They're currently in the relegation zone in 22nd. We lost 2-0 at home to Ipswich. We lost 2-1 at home to Hull, having led. 3-1 at home to Coventry, having led. Drew one all against Sunderland. Lost 2-1 to Bristol City, lost 2-0 to Plymouth. 
the Rotherham one, obviously, we drew 1-1, so that's slightly wrong. But still, dropping points at home to the worst travellers in the league is not good enough. And this is when the club is expecting fans to renew their season ticket for what will be the most expensive season card in the Championship next season. It's all just going wrong. On the pitch, off the pitch. Michael Carrick seems like he's completely bereft of ideas. We've lost our identity because the style that was worked so effectively for us before isn't working anymore. When we're trying to play out from the back, we're incredibly slow and predictable. I think teams have worked that out too. When we have to break down a box midfield and decide we're going to sit back, we have absolutely no chance in hell. You see why we've went away to Leicester and beat them, where we've beat Chelsea at home, when we've beat Southampton at home. It's when our backs are against the wall and we don't have possession and we kind of play counter-attacking football in a sense. That's where a lot of our best results have come from this season. And ironically, a lot of our best results have come when we've played five at the back or three at the back with three centre-backs. So I think it is time something has to change. And I think for me, Michael Carrick has to change the system because what we're seeing at home is the same thing over and over again that's not working. Fans are sick of it. It's boring. It's ineffective. We saw it last week against Leicester. Counter-attacking football, which we, we won't be able to play all the time when we're at home, especially in teams come to sit back. But I think the shape's got to change. The personnel have got to change. I'm not quite 100% sure what the answer is at the moment, but there are so many things in this Borough side that aren't working at the moment. It is just not good enough. Now, I looked at this at half-time, and this really, really worried me a little bit. I rewind you guys back to September and October. And back then, after that horrid draw against Sheffield Wednesday, where we were bottom of the championship, we went on this run. We beat Southampton, we went to Watford and won, we beat Cardiff, we beat Sunderland, we beat Birmingham, we beat Norwich. Defence was solid, we were scoring goals again. Take the Bradford game out, we won six games in a row. 18 points, right? Where would we be without them 18 points? If you take... If you if you go off of Borough's inconsistent form this season, where for every win there's a draw, and for every draw there's a defeat, say we won only half of them games, which is still three wins from six, which is still decent. That's still a decent return. If you take nine of them 18 points out of Borough's six-game winning streak from September to October, them nine points away would drop us down to 35 points if you take half them points out of that run we would be joint 21st in the league now our goal difference you'd like to think wouldn't be as bad as qpr or stoke who currently sit on 35 points without that run in september and october we would be in trouble we'd be in real trouble and that's me saying we 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 still won three of them six games if we only won one or two of them six games, there's an argument without that run, Borough would be in the bottom three right now. Now, I know that's crazy, and it's ifs and it's buts and it's maybes, but my point is that six-game winning streak is holding this season together and is masking what really, beneath the surface, has been an absolute disastrous season. We've lost more games than we've won at home. We're one of the lowest scorers at home as well. That winning streak is seriously holding up Borough's season and it's keeping us in mid-table in a safe-ish position but without even a third of them wins, without even one or two of them wins, we'd be looking over our shoulder right now. And for me, that's a real 
eye-opening sort of realisation for how bad this season has been. You know, up until that run, we were bottom of the league. And after that run, we've been probably lower mid-table. That's the only spell where we've looked like any kind, any form of a playoff side. And next week, we go to Stoke City. Now, Stoke City are in the relegation zone currently, on 35 points, as I say. Now, obviously, if they were to beat us next week, which is not beyond the realms of possibility right now, obviously, they're going to be out of the relegation zone. It could put them as high as Birmingham in 18th. But that would pull the gap between us and the side, currently in the bottom three, down to six points. And there would still be, for us at least, 12 games to go. Now, I'm not saying Borough are going to be sucked into anything worrying because there's still a lot of teams between us and the bottom three and I'm not concerned that anything like that's going to happen. But what I will say, we would not have been far off. You know, with the form we're on currently, without them wins from earlier in the season, we would have been very, very close to being dragged into something really, really bad. And... I still think we're well above the safety line and we should be fine. But it wouldn't have took much for Borough to have possibly been dragged into something very, very precarious. And given where we were last season, that is unacceptable. And this is where my attention turns to Michael Carrick. Now, I'm not going to suggest anything of the sort to which he should be sacked or anything like that because there is a long-term project at Borough. And I think with how reactionary and how panicky a lot of championship clubs have been, I don't think that does your club any good at all. You need continuity, you need stability. But what I will say is he needs to find an answer to this quick. I will make the point that he has been let down recruitment-wise. And the fact, as I said, and I've said many times, we've been left without a striker. Not only in January, we shouldn't have been left to scramble around in January for a striker. We failed in the summer to do that. But I definitely think... At home especially, we continue to do the same thing over and over again. There are no signs it's getting better. There are only signs it's getting worse. Michael Carrick needs to find an answer to this problem big time. Because we're kind of lucky that we're not going to get dragged into anything, I think, too bad. But we are closer now to the relegation zone than we are the playoffs. As I've said over the last few weeks, the season is done. I cannot wait for this season to end. Our home form is a joke and the amount of fans who would have joined and bought season tickets heading into this season based off of the expectation from what I'm last season, the drop-off could be massive going into next season and we're heading into the final year of Michael Carrick's contract and whether he's happy with what he's being given or whether the club are happy with what he's giving them back on the pitch, it feels like we're heading to a bit of a crossroads at the moment and we desperately need... To not only just put a run together just to make the feel of the club better, we just need to get to the end of the season in some sort of decent place. Because at the moment, off the pitch, things are terrible. Fans are furious with the season ticket prices, and rightfully so after what we're seeing and what 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 crap we're being given every single week. But the drop-off from last season is a... It's calamitous, really. So we just need to get fans back on side. A stable... You know, issue drama-free end of the season. And we just desperately need to to just start afresh and go again in August. Because this season is unravelling into nothing short of a disaster. And I cannot wait for it to end. 
And I'm going to leave it there, guys, because this has been a rant. It has been not my usual structure. And it probably hasn't been as level-headed or... I've not gone into details as much as I normally would, but I just had to vent my frustration on where this club has been and how feel good the whole atmosphere and the vibe was on and off the pitch at the end of last season going into this season and you look at where we are now the u-turn is stark to be honest and I, I think there's numerous reasons for that and i'll probably sum it all up in a video at some point towards the end of the season but let's just make sure we're not dragged into anything really really bad get to the end of the season and just start again because this has unraveled into something absolutely awful. Leave me a like on the video if you've enjoyed it. Subscribe for more Borough-related content. Comment in the section below your thoughts, uh, whether you're a Borough fan or Plymouth fan. A huge credit to the Plymouth fans, by the way. Travelling up in their numbers from such a long way away. You know, a nice fan base, so well on them. And uh, I, I, I'd like to think they'll stay up this season. I hope they do. But, um, yeah... Comment below what your thoughts, Borough fan, neutral fan or otherwise. If you're listening to this on a podcast provider, do give me a like, a follow and a subscribe over there as always. And until next time, guys, I'll be back for whatever the hell might happen after the Stoke game next week. And all I'm going to say, whether it is down to us getting dragged into something very, very worrying or if it's just to save face for the rest of the season, that's a game I just really, really hope. And I don't think in this current position we can afford to lose. I really, really don't. Until then, take care, guys. And I'll see you all in the next one.